everybody. Bob for here in the chilly snake pit of Columbus, Ohio. Elliott has the first down and more. And Elliott's going to have a touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Stroud in trouble. And Stroud is sacked again. Oh, go. There's nothing quite like the game. Michigan versus Ohio State. The game of the day. The game of the year. The game of the decade. Call it what you will. This is the rivalry. Sponsored by Elevated Integrity Construction. This is the Rivalry Podcast. Jace, and this is not JP. No. Mitchell Wilson it's joining us back. today. The OG. The OG. Mitchell and I started this podcast in 2018. It's been a while. And uh, then we kicked you out. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, no, no. It's good. It's good to have you back. JP is is out today. And so having you on as a guest actually timed up really, really well. Perfect. Um, it was my plan exactly. I'm going to own your soul by the end of this podcast. I don't know about that. It's going to be great. I hope you think so. Before we jump into it, by the way, make sure that you are uh, following at RivalPod on Twitter, uh, on Instagram at 1049 The River. Make sure that you subscribe and tell friends so other people can enjoy your garbage-free sports podcast all about the Michigan-Ohio State football rivalry. Before we get to Wheel Route, uh, big thanks to our friends at Elevated Integrity Construction for sponsoring Season 4 of the podcast. Uh, they do not only the construction, but also the design element as well. Home build, church build. Uh, if you have got a project, go with integrity. It's elevatedintegrity.com. Fantastic. This is your first uh, wheel route here, Mitchell. We're in it. Uh, this was a, lo- a little icebreaker that we do. Brought to you by Yellowstone, streaming on Peacock. Hey, because we still, <laughs> it's fantastic still are not paying for the... Uh, College stadium on your version. bucket list. College stadium on the bucket list. You go first. It's Happy Valley, man. I mean, when you've man. got... Okay, there. can I have two? Sure. You know what? You're, you're uh, a it's guest. a coin this flip. A it's it's a coin flip. For an entire game, I want a whiteout at night at Penn State. Because okay. that environment just looks to be absolutely insane. If it's for the first 10 minutes... It's going to be Virginia Tech because their Enter entrance Sandman? of Enter Sandman wow. is unreal. It's I, unbelievable. I turned, I don't know what, who Virginia Tech was playing the other day, but I turned it on and Malachi, my three-year-old was there. And I said, buddy, you got to watch this. And he loved it's it. It's amazing. He the whole to keep, thing is just He wanted moving. to watch videos of that for days. The it structural was engineers that built that place had no idea. They had to have no idea of have how you, intense. Have you been there or no? I have. Just, just I have on the I've bucket just list. seen okay. it online and I can't imagine what that's doing to the metal. They have to replace it every year. I, I mean, My it's, it's insane. Uh, I would say, I'd say Penn State as well for me, and we've we've had this come up before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, it's not a night kick, it's a noon kick, but the Ohio State Penn State came in a couple weeks, JP and I will get to go there and experience, not quite the whiteout, but right. still, I mean, just a phenomenal right. experience. I think beyond that, God, Death Valley LSU. Yeah, it'd be cool. I think that's a good one, especially you get cool. a night one. That'd be uh, they cool. just love their college football. And I mean, the Rose Bowl. Yep. Rose the Rose Bowl is a classic. Too, right? You gotta have it. All right, so there's your wheel route. Uh, let's start, Mitch. Let's talk about Michigan first because Michigan is coming up on a bye week here. I was going to say, you got to move the mouse. I'm it sorry. Was, Listen, stop. <laughs> let's go full screen. <laughs> the people that are just, there we the go. People just listening to this are like, what are they talking we about? Love it. Hey, make sure you're watching on YouTube. Hey. Ring that bell. 
Uh, let's start with Michigan because Michigan is coming off a big game and is going into a bye week. Michigan and Penn State yeah. this weekend. Top 10 matchup, undefeated teams. Uh, Penn State came into this game with the number five rush defense in the country. I think they've given up like 80, 85 rushing yards total over their first five games. They gave up more than that this week. They did. 418. It was a lot. Uh, 563 total yards of offense. Time of possession was 41 minutes to not a lot. 18. And zero punts. Unbelievable. So, again, you're obviously a, a huge Buckeye fan, graduate of an Ohio State University. Yes, of course. Uh, w- what are you taking away from this game? Like, are you actually impressed by Michigan here? I Will am, you give some credit? I am, I am impressed because Ohio State and Michigan had been in a kind of a similar spot all season of we were really stoked about our teams on a lot of levels. And I know Michigan was especially stoked about the defense because that hasn't always been there. And this year we're like, hey, the defense is running. This is awesome. And a lot of Ohio State fans and people in the sports world were going, but is it? Is it though? Because yeah, it hasn't yeah. really been tested. And so when you go into something like this, where you've got a Penn State team, which is just a top brand as opposed to some other teams that we play throughout the year, and you know that they're normally really good. Are you really saying Rutgers isn't a top uh, brand? It's. Are you taking it in front of Mike Teal's own I jersey? I will always love Rutgers for being the first team of college football, but it's and just. That's about it. it. <laughs> that's about all. All I give it. That's all. So. JP's going to hate this episode. I think that's that fine. Michigan moved the needle a little bit this last weekend. I a think little it, bit? I think. Well, defensively, it was impressive. I mean, 10 points against Penn State at Penn State is always impressive. But what, imp- what impressed me the most was the run game. I I hadn't spent, I'll be honest, I haven't spent that much time watching in-depth Michigan. I can't. My That's eyes fair. can't That's take fair. it that long. And Respect. I did see a decent amount of this game. And man, the run game was fantastic. I've got some other things that are not so fantastic. But uh, number two and number seven are going to take you a long way. Corum and... Donovan Ed- Edwards, yeah. that duo plus your O line, yeah, that's that's legit, guys. Well, and that's where when you look at you know if you were to, you could nitpick a box score. Like if you look at the box score, Michigan dominated front to back. Yes. If you wanted to nitpick a box score and go, hey, look at McCarthy's passing yards. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. Yeah. 418 rushing yards. When you've got a five-star quarterback of that caliber, like JJ, the fact that he's able to do what he needs to do, but you don't, you don't, I mean, look at Penn State's defense. You don't need to try and throw the ball on Joey Porter left and right. Yep. Uh, It's the, it's the same sort of thing that, you know, you Ohio State got to experience back in November, which is if you can't stop it, why would we move away from it? Yeah. You know, and it feels weird being in this room for the first time when that has happened. I'm really glad that this is when you're here. It was a really tiny exodus for me <laughs> you know life threw some curveballs the lord saved me from what was about to of happen all the years that we didn't do this I, it podcast was, oh, last trust me season. i thought about it it was um, it was nice but michigan on the on the defensive side i mean penn state is no slouch mm-hmm. sean clifford is sean clifford is an enigma yeah as a quarterback yeah sometimes i think oh my gosh he's cj stroud and sometimes i go <laughs> he's spencer petrus with legs <laughs> And I think he's probably more Spencer Petrus with legs. Uh, But look at some of the guys that they have, though. Parker Washington is going to be a high NFL draft pick. 100%. Three catches. 33 yards. Yeah. That's it. It's incredible. Uh, Nick Singleton is a five-star running back. True freshman. Nick Singleton went six carries, 19 yards. I mean, that's just not that, good. That's, that's it's, incredible. It's, like that, <laughs> that to me says a lot about yeah. it. it lo- again, it, it looked a lot like, obviously they beat Penn state in bigger fashion, but it looked a lot like the Ohio state game last year where you've got this yep. incredible receiving core, really good offense. Just kept it going. And, 
they couldn't do much with it. Yeah. I mean, so when you have really 55 rushing attempts and you're averaging 7.6 per attempt. That's not you're not good. losing that. You're not losing that game. That's incredible. My uh, my favorite part of this game was actually a quote from the legendary Urban Meyer. Oh gosh, who uh, uh, we're big fans of Urban on this uh, show. Uh, um, who ahead of the game said, and I quote on Big Noon Kickoff. We all agree Penn State will shut down or uh, slow down the Wolverine run game. You just can't. No doubt. You just can't say things like that. 418 yards, Urban. Man, There's I... There's a kicker uh, for you. How about that? I will say, though, some, some plays by the quarterback... McCarthy. From JJ? Yeah, not the greatest decision-making. One in particular. One in particular stands out, (laughs) for sure. I mean, sometimes when you're in the moment and you're watching it, it, when I first saw it, it looked like tip pass, and it's just unfortunate. But then they took the angle, the camera angle, where you're basically in the line of his visibility of what he's trying to do, and there's just a giant white person. So are you talking talking about the pick six? The the pick six. Okay, see, I wasn't talking about that. Okay, there's another one. This is fantastic. thought that there was a there was a play where he scrambled and he tried to force the ball. Yes. He barely floated it over the linebacker's yes. head, which could have been a pick six. Yes. And I, I think Cormer Edwards, one of them, caught it on the side. Yes. I didn't. Ha- I had an issue with that. I didn't have an issue with a double doink off the helmet pick six. Well, it I'm wasn't. It wasn't. No, that. it wasn't the double doink. It was the action before the double doink when there's just a huge person in front. He's like, you know, you're saying just like Send take it. this, take yes, the sack, just take yeah. the sack. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's a fair criticism. Because those plays of him. Are, are similar. Yeah, but but there's also it's not going to be perfect mm-hmm. and he's he's playing really good football i've sure. been really impressed with michigan they are uh they are on a bye this week so no game to predict i will say the only other thing that i didn't love from michigan and i thought it might come back to bite him was the red zone field goals are still an issue yeah, yeah. where you you've got yeah. to convert those into t- now not everyone there's you know, also a decent amount of penalties there were a decent amount of penalties but especially when you get the ball not even just like inside the 20 but i'm talking about like inside the 10 you've got <laughs> you've got to be automatic you've, you've got yeah. especially with yep. the run game you've got you've got to be creative running into the stacked box i get that that's your bread and butter mm-hmm. you, you got to look look for schoonmaker look for the tight end you gotta you gotta do something a little I bit agree. more creative in there i mean when you i mean even so it's hard to complain about a game like this but if we're gonna find anything <laughs> it's 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 wild how field goals can be so important i mean even so did you watch any of the tennessee alabama yeah game? i watched just about all Talk of it. about it a so boxing good. match it yep. was so awesome also where did tennessee come out of nowhere i didn't even know they were division i know I was, here's my you know my favorite place to watch the tennessee alabama game um is a bowling alley because that's where i happened to be when that <laughs> game was on and it was on all of the projector screens birthday party what it was fantastic okay. okay and what i was at don't knock bowling <laughs> all right it is an objectively good game speaking of which we'll talk about speaking of bowling we'll talk about Rutgers here in a second <laughs> but anyway we're watching this absolute boxing match and then they drive down and they have two seconds left on the clock and they're set up for this long field goal and I have to say it was the least satisfying field goal to watch for a win I thought it was blocked because it came out it. and it was spinning slowly sideways I actually couldn't believe how straight it went with how bad of a kick it was as soon as I saw it start to do that little whirly thing I was like oh they because your depth perception when you're behind, yes. the shot is behind the kicker, you can't tell. No. And I was like, oh, he blocked it. Yes. And then I saw everyone start shooting. I was like, hands up. How in the world did he power <laughs> a dead duck through the goalpost? So, I mean, even they are able job, to take Tennessee. bad kicks and make them good. Michigan's just got to get to that point. Something I did see that was interesting, maybe we can transition into 
to Ohio State at this point. Michigan right now has the number six rush defense in the country. Ohio State has the number nine rush defense in the country. So as far as that goes, Michigan has the upper hand. Michigan has the number nine rush offense in the country. Ohio State has the number 15 rush offense. So the rushing world overall, Michigan has the upper hand. Top five. Uh, Air Force, Army, Navy. All of them are ro- rush offense. That makes offense. a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Passing, though. Here we go. Passing. Ohio State is the number seven pass defense, and Michigan's the number nine. So it's really interesting how the rush, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. were six and we were nine. Passing we're on defense, we're number seven. You guys are number I nine. Am, really similar. I am shocked that Ohio State is number seven pass defense because that's well, been the biggest liability so far. It's been, it's been that's crazy to watch, so I'd be interested at in what stats went into that. And then here's here we go. As far as passing offense goes, Ohio State number 15 and defense are in Michigan is uh, it's, it's not in the top 50 on passing offense because you guys are running a, a, when you run, a million miles every game. And again, I, I get that, you know, some of that's against UConn, you know, but no self-respecting program would give up five rushing touchdowns. Oh, Okay, Yikes. and so anyway, while I have, all I'm getting to here is that rushing defense and offense look pretty close, mirrored image. Passing offense, however, that might be the uh, that might be the strength that puts the Buckeyes over top. You realize that the Michigan Wolverines, anyone on this team, was not even a thought in their parents' minds the last time that Michigan played at Ohio State. The last time they won playing the last Ohio time they, State? They won say, playing they played at Ohio State. Ohio like State. a couple years yeah. ago. <laughs> no, you meant 2000 you know is I mean. the last time Michigan 2000. won in Columbus. 2000, Y2K. It has, it's been a while. It has been a um, long time. It's not just a game. It's the game. You're listening to The Rivalry. Speaking of passing offense, here's where I think this weekend could potentially be interesting. Yeah. It's Ohio State and Iowa. Ohio State is opening as 27-point favorites right now. I saw 29 and a half. Has it already moved since oh, yeah. like 30 well, minutes ago? Well, that was ago. according to my uh, my favorite uh, sports telecaster. What was this? Oh, gosh, I had it. it it's I, gone now. You can, it's I gone. see clearly your favorite. Clearly <laughs> someone that you, you look up to. Um, here's, the, here's the deal. Ohio State is going to try and air the ball out because that is what they do That's best. I am interested to see how that goes against Iowa's defense. I, I don't... Iowa's an interesting football team. They always are. Iowa just lost a 9-6 football game to Illinois in the year of our award 2022. <laughs> I mean, so the reality is that... Thrilling. Here's, here's how much Iowa has scored in their six games so far. In order, they have scored seven. I did the same seven, thing. Seven. <laughs> 27, 27, 14, and 6. Which their strongest game, 27 against Rutgers. the old Rutgers. So they're averaging about 14 points a game. So the reality is that if Ohio State can score two touchdowns, they will win. <laughs> Do <laughs> we think, share on Twitter right now, at RivalPod, if you think Ohio State can score more than 14 points this week. I mean, they're uh, they're allowing 9 points per game, according to and that's, the stats. That's the interesting thing, but yeah. Ohio State, Ohio State, State is scoring almost 50 points a game. I know they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cooper DeGene, Kayvon Merriweather, I, legitimate NFL type corner, safety, secondary, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that the only way that Ohio State loses this game is if Ohio State beats Ohio State. There's another way. Is there? There's another way. Let me finish this thought first, yep. but cool. Great. Glad way. to have you back. Thanks for just inserting yeah. yourself there. That's great. Yeah. Um, no, like I, the only way that I can see Iowa winning this football game, and I, this is... I, I don't see it happening is CJ Stroud is going to have to just have a mental collapse. 
She's going to think about mm-hmm. the big Iowa win. Now, Iowa had a much better offense, but think about the big Iowa win in Iowa City a few years ago. 2017. That game started with a pick six. Now, I'm not saying it has to start with a pick six, but it's going to have to start with some sort of turnover. Mm-hmm. Iowa's going to have to get the ball turned over two, probably three times. You have, commit two or three turnovers, you're in danger of losing to that team because that's what Iowa does. Yeah. Michigan beat them de facto 27 to 7. Okay. De facto 27 to 7 because they didn't turn the football over. That's how you, that's how you lose to Iowa. You give them the football for free. So here's, here's the, uh, the only other way. And I think the reason that we lost in 2017 started even before well, the pick six. TJ Hawkins and Noah Fant, but besides that. Before the pick six, before the game started. I, I was talking to a close friend of mine this week, actually, and we were talking about how when we flipped on the TV and we heard the heartfelt story of Maddox Smith, the 10-year-old. Do you yes. remember this? Oh In the gosh. hospital, he's the honorary team captain because he's battling cancer and he's looking out his window that overlooks the stadium and the whole stadium was cheering for this honorary captain. I looked at him and I said, there's no way we win this game. We cannot win this game. Well, look what happened. Look at what happened against Purdue. I know. When you went to Purdue. I know. It happens the sa- like the this. Same, and again, just like really a so heartwarming So if I turn story. on the TV... <laughs> And there is a heartwarming story for them. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it helps that it's at Ohio State. It really, really significantly helps that it's Kirk at Ferris, Ohio State. If you are in need of a feel-good, heartwarming story, please call the Rivalry Podcast. I will find one for you. That's the only, Other than that, this is just an absolute grudge match because there are certain plays, there are certain games, and when you are a fan of football, that ever live in your mind, and that particular game, that pick six... And then the rest of what happened after that lives on in my mind of, man, this was unexpected and this stings a lot. And so but similar to how it lives in my mind was, man, <laughs> this is unexpected. <laughs> that must, that sting. must sting a lot. It did. Okay. And so I'm kind of calling this the Kylo Ren game. So <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with reference? the Star Wars scene where okay. Kylo is up in the top of this uh, Walker is thing. Is that the one with the Mandalorian? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know it that well. But he looks at his enemy, who is Luke Skywalker, and he just starts shouting more, and they shoot him, and then he goes, more, and they shoot him, and they goes, more, and he just loses his mind. That's kind of... If you haven't seen Star Wars, I guess that's a spoiler. Go and check out this scene. It's kind of become a meme at this point. They open right now, according to... Oh, there it is. 247 Sports. Okay. My favorite resource. I think it's 247 Sports, but sure. Sure. Man, you got to get on the twenty nine point five favorites. There, it's gonna be. It's gonna be more than that. What's your uh, What's your prediction? Fifty two seventeen. Okay, fifty two seventeen. I should have. How many? I love about working with with you <laughs> and working with JP. JP is the like rational. Like, hey, I've thought this one through. You're all heart, man. And I was I love more that. accurate when I was on this show about my predictions than you were. I'll have you know. <laughs> I what do you have? 38 to 13. 38 to 13. Just because I don't want you guys to cut. I'm assuming you're going with Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I expect <laughs> Iowa to score 38 <laughs> points, maybe in all their games combined by the end of the season. I, yeah, I just, this is a, I'm interested CJ in this Stroud game. CJ Stroud is too good. Yeah, I'm interested in this game just because 
Iowa is a very good defense, mm-hmm. defense with a pulse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next week with Penn State, an offense with a pulse. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm interested to see how that balance shakes out for Ohio State. But yeah, Ohio State just has too much firepower for this one. I, I do. I've got an Ohio State question for you. Though. Hit me. Okay. This is a question that I, I've been just thinking on all weekend. I'm like, I've got to ask. And you don't have any help from JP here, so you're going to have to a- answer it. it. What is the best win on Ohio State's schedule right now? Hmm. Who is your best win? The last one, because they just keep coming and no, keep no, no. coming. Who and is keep the coming. best team that you've beat so far? I mean, we haven't played anyone. Uh, what you want to hear is there what I'm is. going to say. We haven't played anyone. What, Thank I, you. what you. What I'm going to say is what you want to hear because it's it's true. We haven't played anyone super substantial. And that's not that's not me. To be clear, that's not me taking away from Ohio State being a very very right. good football team. That's am I disappointed me. in any way that we've played? I don't think so. I am. I'm every time that they've gone on TV. And I've watched this. As the game ends, I said, that is pretty much how I expected it to go. It's still early in the season. Are there still things we need to tweak? Absolutely. But am I like, I cannot believe we won this game like this? No. no. Because it's how it's expected. They're, the other teams that we've been playing have not been good. Very good at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, that's you're right. right. All I'm saying is that I heard a lot of talk about Michigan's strength of schedule this year. And I went ahead and said, okay, well, let's it's see. It's not wonderful. What? Well, let's see, uh, because the best wins I I'm going to propose this. Let me just cut the chase. I'm going to propose that your best win is Toledo. I mean, 77 points is fun. Toledo any way you slice is it. the only team you have played above 500 right now. I mean, it's 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 77 points is fun. Any way you slice it. I don't care who you are. It's fun. Wisconsin is three and four. Just lost to the dumpster fire in East Lansing, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notre Dame is three and three. Right. They, but just, they were number five. At the, the <laughs> they just lost to Stanford, who had. 11 straight FBS losses prior to that. That is remarkable. It's not good. Uh, Also, for what it's worth, UConn has as many wins as Notre Dame and Wisconsin. So there's that. I'm on the same page as you, but what I'm saying is Michigan has a better resume. It, right, right now, Michigan has a better resume than you do. I mean, yeah, it's tough. I always get thrown off with the rankings thing, too, because rankings change throughout the season. And at the first game of the season against a number five Notre Dame, we had no idea where they were coming from. But right. the rankings certainly goes into the preparation and the mentality and the nerves. And so I feel good about that one. It's a bummer that they tanked the way they did. I'm not super sad because it's Notre Dame. Right. Well, and again, that's something really that, that everybody sad. on this podcast can yeah. get excited about. But I about. agree. There is, there is more to be proven. And here's, here's this getting to my point. I don't think that CJ Stroud will win the Heisman this year. I think right now he's the forerunner because of what's happening with Alabama. And, but in order to win the Heisman, you need to have some thrilling leadership moment. Like, like when um, we had the Penn state game during the blackout and uh, JT Barrett went like miraculous for a a quarter and a half. Our, our team is, this sounds so arrogant. Our team is so good that every team we play, it's like, Score, 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 win, boring. And they're boring football games because to watch. Because you're playing terrible football teams. Exactly. And so, and so basically, CJ just needs to put a whooping on <laughs> on that team up north at the end of the year, and hopefully that and if, that and solidifies what he does. And if he, he does that, that's he can have the highest one because that would be that would for be substantial. It. Absolutely. For uh, it. He will finish. I'm not saying that this guy, that Blake Corum will win, but Stroud will finish behind Blake Corum in the voting. I don't know that Quorum will win, but I'm telling you right now, Stroud will finish behind Blake if, in the voting. If Stroud beats Quorum, there's no way that happens. If. Um, that's what I'm saying. Per- if. 
There's prove no way me, that happens. Prove to me you can stop the run. I don't buy it yet. But prove uh, to me you can stop the pass. You're not in the top 50. How many? Never mind. We're uh, not even going to go into that. Uh, <laughs> let's transition to Rutgers to the Rose Bowl. I would love I to. I still feel like we have to do. I would love um, to. This segment really is Rutgers to literally any bowl at this point. Yeah, I'm good with uh, that. They are in trouble because they have not played the best of their schedule yet. They still have Ohio, Ohio's, or excuse me, not Ohio State. They still have Michigan. They still have Penn State. They've got Minnesota in there. Uh, Michigan State and Indiana this week. It's not looking good. It's not, but, but neither is Indiana. Indiana doesn't look good either. It's true. This is a must win. This is a battle of the bottom of the barrel, and yes. I'm not entirely confident. I want them to win, just because who doesn't love Rutgers in some part <laughs> of their heart, at least a little bit? I would love Rutgers to win, but I don't think they're going You're to. You're going to take Indiana in that one? <sighs> it hurts. Is, it, is, that, you know your what? You know is what? that your upset? You know what? No, this is my upset. Favored. This is my upset. There's no way that Rutgers is projected to win this game. I'm going to take Rutgers. Rutgers upsets Indiana in the thriller of the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> There's a Twitter account called the Sickos Committee, uh-huh. and they just uh, pay attention to the worst college football games of the week. And? Guarantee that this is at it's the top be. of the Sickos list it's this be. week. It's uh, a thriller. So get ready to enjoy that. So is that, are you going with that as your upset pick of the week as we transition to Stupid Genius? I'm thinking of the only other one, the favorite, only though. other stupid upset that I would Do love it. to Do see. It. Do it. Pull the trigger, there's man. Two, there's two more. There, oh, okay. There's two more. Okay, the Battle of the Orange. Syracuse Clemson. I don't think Syracuse is up uh, is going to upset Clemson. Well, then don't. That's not your. But pick I would then. love to see it. Well, the yeah, one that I, I think might happen that I would certainly love to see more than that. Mississippi State number twenty four beats number six Alabama. Man, I would love Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be something? Alabama goes from yes to oh, we oh, had a really so hard good. loss to oh, we're out of it. That'd be so. Wouldn't great. that be amazing? And then Nick Saban just kind of walks Drifts away, drifts off into in the silence. sunset. He he watches the lights guide him home. So, <laughs> are you taking Mississippi State as your upset pick? I'm then? taking Mississippi State. Wow, it's gonna happen. Here's the thing: this segment started off really, really well. Mm-hmm. You might remember I picked App State over A and M. Felt really good. Said, "Let's make this a segment." We haven't gotten a single one right since. Really. Yeah, Were you going to really pick rough. Mississippi State? No, maybe I that was your problem. Maybe that go. could be. No, I decided that I'm going to take LSU over Ole Miss. As of right now, the line is even, but I'm going to say that being ranked number seven for Ole Miss it and seems undefeated wrong. seems it like can't stay that way. seems like it would be a pretty big upset. Uh, Jaden Daniels has thrown one pick for LSU, and Jackson Dart has thrown six for Ole Miss. I think turnovers. I think it's possible. Uh, also, his name is Jackson, and he has both the X and the S, which is just redundant. <laughs> you just shouldn't and you do don't, that. Just pick one, man. Just pick <laughs> and one. That is the and reason. For that reason, sharks. <laughs> I for think that reason, I, I think am that out. upset is a little bit more likely than mine. But I would Listen, love to see both. We Who's are, to say? We are all more cowbell. Who's to more say cowbell? Uh, by the way, failed to mention this, but you can on Twitter at RivalPod or on Instagram at 1049 The River give your score prediction for the Ohio State Iowa game. Doesn't even have to be a good prediction. Mm. Did you hear what we just said? It's pretty. Doesn't bad. even have to be a good prediction. We'll buy you lunch from somewhere. I think it's Chick Fil A this week. The bar I don't is know. set low. You're going to get lunch from somewhere. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. All that good stuff. Mitchell, thanks for being here. Happy to be here. Enjoy the games this weekend. The Rivalry is a production of River Radio Ministries. Want live updates from the show? Follow us on Twitter at RivalPod for live tweets, score predictions, contests, and more. And make sure to follow us wherever you're listening now for new episodes every Wednesday. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend so they can listen too.